Hi, I'm Lisbeth and I'm the manager of Nordic Education Center for Dog Trainers. In short, Nordic Dog Trainer. We are based in Norway and our main focus is dog language, the calming signals and the distance increasing signals, and behavior and problem solving. We want to teach you how you can understand and communicate with your dog in the best possible way and how your dog can understand you even better. We are uniting all dog lovers around the world through our International Dog Trainer School online and in-person courses in Europe. Welcome to our podcast. Hi. Today I'm actually going to talk to you about the presentation or the webinar or I'm not really sure what to call it to be honest because it's not a lecture, it's just something uh, that I want to share with you Um, and I made a PowerPoint about this a couple of years ago when I first had this um, webinar and it's called Chasing Your Dreams. Because I know a lot of you have dreams about working with uh, with dogs, just like I did, and I I didn't remember actually. I was talking to one of my my best friends uh, the other day, and um, she lives uh, she lives in in England, and we don't see each other very often. Uh, obvious reasons especially now during the corona but anyhow she's been my one of my best friends for 30 years and she was asking me how I was doing and everything and she was very pleased to hear that I was as she said finally working with what you really wanted to do all all along and I said what what do you mean and she told me that she remembered that I was talking about that if I could really choose, I would work with dogs. Didn't know what, but just working with dogs. And this was back in hmm, the early 90s, maybe even late 80s, because I met her uh, when we went to uh, a hotel management school in Switzerland in 1989. So we went to the hotel management school together and apparently, I was already then, when I was 20 years old, saying that I would really like, I would love to work with dogs. But at that point in time, I could, I really couldn't see how and what. And, I, you know, I just wanted to have a um, proper education. Um Back then I called it proper education. Now we have the dog trainer school and and now I call that also, of course, a proper education. But it was really not in my mind what I could do. So I thought it was just something that was a dream. Um, Later on, I I was working in hotels for many years, was doing different kind of jobs in hotels and in management, administration work and so on. And then I worked for the Red Cross for a couple of years. And then I actually did a master's degree in international relations, so in in politics, because that's now politics, international politics is now what I call my hobby, (laughs) Um, because I read a lot about it. I love watching documentaries. 
uh, and and that kind of stuff. But I changed it around. And we were talking about that. I actually changed it around that what I did then, my master's in international relations and before that, uh, a bachelor in hotel management. Now I am actually working what I've apparently then always wanted to do, dogs. Uh, and then the other, the rest is my <laughs> my hobby. Also, staying in hotels is a nice hobby, just so you know. <laughs> so I still I still like hotels, and I'm very interested in in politics. But my job is is working with dogs and with people, and it's a great combination. And you know what? I'm 51 years old now, and I've been working full time with with dogs with my own company for 10 years and everything I learned in school and in my different jobs in hotels uh, and even in the Red Cross, every, everything I've done has come in handy in the job I'm doing today. Um, handling both dogs, humans, accounting, marketing, uh, customer service, uh, everything. So, <clears throat> what I wanted to talk about today was um, the topic. The heading on my PowerPoint is actually chasing your dreams, which I think it's it's a nice way to put it, and to just give you some uh, ideas to put some in ideas into your head um, that maybe you don't wait for thirty years like I did. Uh, to to enjoy the well to really enjoy your work well or 20 years because i started doing it full time 10 10 years ago so but again nothing is a waste please remember that whether you're a hairdresser a nurse uh whatever you do today everything you do and you learn along the way uh will come in handy always and I think that's that's just life, isn't it? It's good. We are humans. We need we need experience. We need we need to do things to realize what is right or wrong for us. Okay, so I found this citation uh, online by someone called George Eliot. I don't know who he is, but he said something I think is very clever, and that is that. It's never too late to be what you might have been. It's actually so such a good uh, sentence that I'm going to repeat it. It is never too late to be what you might have been. And again, uh, I was 41 when I started working full times with dogs. So really, age is no problem. Actually, now as I'm as I'm fifty one, I think that age has has it's it's an additional uh, it's a good thing because we get more experience. It's not a bad thing to be nineteen or twenty two, uh, but all ages have their advantages and disadvantages. I might add. So, <clears throat> uh, I'm going to do a live on this. Uh, exact uh, the same PowerPoint actually I'm going to do live um, once or twice 
the next couple of weeks before August, because we are launching, uh, where we are starting up level one again uh, in uh, August. And I want a, a lot of people to hear what I have to say about this. Because I know that a lot of people um, are thinking the same things that I was doing when I was younger. So <clears throat> when you're going to start your own company or start your own, uh, if you're an entrepreneur starting something, in this case, uh, working with dogs, you need to find your why. You need to find out why you want to do this. Because money, money is good to have. You need money. We, need, we all need money to, to live, to have a place to live, pay rent, pay food or everything. Uh, but money will not give you motivation enough to do great work. Remember that. Money will not be motivation enough. And, I mean, yes, you can be rich by being a dog trainer. I believe so. There are quite a few, some few people around the world that has been quite rich working with dogs. But we all know that this is not uh, the profession you would go into as a dog trainer if you want to be a millionaire. So so if you really uh, want to be a millionaire, then... Um, I don't recommend dog training, but I'm also saying that you are able to actually learn, uh, earn, sorry, earn a good living. You are. But money will not give you the motivation enough, so you need to find your why. And my motivation is dogs, apparently, of course. And, um, well, I think I've said this before, so uh, I'll repeat it again, and I'm not too ashamed of saying so, but really, <laughs> to be honest, dogs are more, to help the dogs is more motivating to me personally than helping the owner. Um don't misunderstand me. I love helping people. I, I love people. I'm a very social person. I like people. And of course, I like to help the people, the dog owners, the dog parents. I love to help them out, really. But the end of the line, it's really about the dog for me. And I have made dogs into my own currency when it comes to finding my why um, and how I do the accounting in my head. This sounds a bit strange now, but try to follow what I'm saying. Because to me, one of the most difficult things to do in the work I do today is selling sales. I love marketing, but I don't like the sales. I'm not a salesperson. I have really, I have no problem telling other people about courses I have attended and I like. I would love to tell everyone about a good course, but I find it really, really difficult to tell other people about my own courses and telling them how good they are. 
that is something that I'm still working on. So selling my own courses and dog trainer school is for me very, very difficult. So in my head, I'm thinking to motivate myself, I'm thinking, I what am I selling? I am actually helping the dogs by selling a place at our dog courses or the dog trainer school. I am ultimately then helping the dogs because I give the knowledge to the people, to the owner or to the uh, aspiring dog trainer who can help dogs. So to me, one participant at the dog trainer school is helping 50 dogs. And I, I know now that this number of dogs is actually too, too low. This is something I thought of more than 10 years ago before I started. But that the number, the reason why I got 50 is because when I started the dog trainer school in Norway, not internationally, but only in Norway, a lot of the participants were not working with dogs afterwards. However, they were still helping other dogs through you know, their knowledge that they got from, from, the, from the school. And they helped their friends and their families. You know, it was like a hobby. So if I put all those participants at the dog trainer school all together and say for the rest of their lives, they will have an impact on 50 dogs. Yeah. I, I think, honestly, I think I can say now 100. Because now if I start counting how many dogs I am indirectly helping every year in my full-time job or uh, or directly the, the ones I meet on courses and private lessons and so on. The, the number is probably a lot higher. But um, I need I think I'm just quite modest, so I still go with the number of 50 dogs, which means that for every hundred dog trainers we have educated on our dog trainer school we have indirectly helped 5000 dogs probably a lot more but at least 5000 dogs and also personally i am not about uh, changing the world i don't think that I can change the dog world or the, the, the world, but I can play a little part of it. And to me, helping a dog is all the small things that we can do better. So walking on longer leash, letting the dogs get more choices, um, getting rid of the old fashioned uh, thoughts of we having to be the leader and you know the dominance theory and all that i would like to help just kill that theory which is very old fashioned and it should be well long gone but it but it's it's not but all of those small things letting people know they have a language um the calming signals uh helping people understanding their dogs better so they can get painkillers if they're in pain so that they can get food when they're hungry 
so then you know they can get yeah whatever they need um from their owners so you need to find your why and you need to really really want it basically you need to really really want it there are many ways of working with dogs, which is, I think, it's great. There's so many things we can do. You can be a dog trainer, so you can do courses and activities like puppy classes or whatever you want to do, social walks or any kind of dog sports. You can do private lessons or, or consultations, uh, working with behavior. You can... Um, you can um, work as a, a what do you call it dog do you call it dog hairdresser in english groomer sorry groomer a groomer dog walker you can have your own uh, uh in norway we actually just call it kindergarten for dogs but there are many different ways so you can do a combination of this and the great thing is that this is something that you can easily do um next to a full-time job so you can have a puppy class once a week in the evening or you can do something in the weekends like social walks or, or something like that with dogs or dog grooming or dog walking or whatever you, you you need or what you want to do you can easily combine that with studying or working part-time or full-time in other jobs so you don't have to work with dogs full-time. You can work part-time. And actually, most people work with dogs part-time. So when you start up, when you're now found out, okay, I'm going to start working. I want to work with dogs. You need to find out what you want to do. And for sure, you will... You will um, you will get more knowledge because you will, if you have the interest in dogs, you will attend more courses, uh, educations. Uh, for example, uh, quite a few of our dog trainer uh, students in Norway, they, when they were finished with the, with the dog trainer school, they went on and started uh, with um, myotherapy the massage techniques, the myotherapy, uh, which is also an education. It takes about one and a half years. We offer that through Garland Myotherapy in the UK. We have courses here in Norway for it. So they are, in addition to being a dog trainer and working with behavior, also uh, learning how to uh, do massage therapy, which is a great combination, I think. Also, Personally, I believe that it's a good idea to think about finding your own niche to find out what you're best at. You know, what you are best at is what you are most interested in. It's always like that. So if you're good at knitting, it's because you like knitting and you've done a lot of knitting. You will be good at it. So it's very, it's quite simple, actually what you have the most interest in is what you will develop yourself and educate yourself best in because you have the interest um but finding a niche finding your own it can be quite narrow as well 
you can be an expert in in uh, aggression or in home alone training or social walks even or loose lead walking or well the list goes on and on but if you are a specialist and you get a good reputation people will travel a long way to get to that specialist because combining things is a good it, that's good it's all it's it's a good idea to combine things on the other hand i don't believe that we can all be equally um good at doing everything so you can't be an expert in in everything you have to choose some subjects or topics or areas that you have your real expertise <clears throat> and now something very important that i want you to hear and that is that really truly half of the fun is the journey to getting there you will try things and you will do a lot of mistakes give me one example on any person who has been successful in anything and has never made a mistake it's not possible and trying out different things is how you find out what you are good at it's how you find out what works best for you for your dogs for the dogs for the customers, for, for everything. So try and error to find your right path to your success. That's very important. Um, when we all humans started walking, we had to try many times before we could actually walk. It's the same thing with everything we do. It will never be perfect the first time you do it. And don't compare yourself with others. That's a waste of time. You have to compare yourself with you. If you want to compare yourself with anyone, it has to be you because we are all different. We are all individuals. We're all good at different things. We have all different backgrounds and personalities and uh, what have you. <laughs> so don't compare yourself with others. Compare with yourself. You can look to others. You can, you can have um, uh, what you call people that motivates you. Um, you should follow people on social media, people out there that motivates you. That's good to get your motivation, but don't compare yourself with that person. You can't compare yourself with Oprah Winfrey or uh, Obama or yeah, whoever. We, we shouldn't do that. It's a waste of time. And most likely it will make you very miserable. <laughs> and you need to be you because no one has your background, no one has your experience, or no one has your personality. So some people will not like you. Some people will really not like you. That's life. But some people will love you. And those will be your customers. You don't want to work with people who don't like you anyhow. So we're all different and we need to find a matching, <laughs> the ma matching customer base. 
So again, don't compare yourself with others and don't try to copy anyone else because that's never, never a success. You, you cannot do it. So, and stay focused on your mission. Don't spend uh, all your time or, or even, well, you're allowed <laughs> to spend a little bit of time on social media to see what other people are doing, other dog trainers and so on. But please don't spend too much time doing that because it just takes the focus away from, from your mission. Your mission should be to help the dogs and their owners. So don't waste your time online to see what the other people are doing and annoy you to be annoyed or to be even to get high blood pressure for all the stupid things you read or you disagree with or spend hours on end uh, having discussions with people you don't know online. You know, the ones missing out on that is the dogs that you should spend your time helping instead. So you need to build your business brick by brick. Uh, from small beginnings come great things, someone once said. No one knows who, but still it's a very good saying. From small beginnings come great things. So brick by brick, uh, don't be patient. That would be one of my number one advice to you would be to be patient build your business slowly and thanks to the internet we can have discussions about internet i mean it's good things and bad things about internet but internet is also making it possible to do anything there is no limits of what you can do can you imagine before internet 30 years ago when when it wasn't that normal to have a computer in the houses? And even when I started 10 years ago, I was just getting familiar with the Facebook ads. It wasn't really that common to use in Norway at that time. And things are changing now so quickly and it makes things possible. Um, in 2005, I actually had a pet store and I had to advertise in a local newspaper. And that first of all cost a fortune and I didn't re I only read the I I I um uh, the the only people who saw my advertisement was the uh, buyers of that exact newspaper and I didn't know if I had anyone anything in common with the buyer of the newspaper so it was just a lottery actually. Now we can use social media to reach people that likes you, people that agrees with you. And there's really no limits of what you can do. That's why I can sit in my kitchen here in the north of Norway and do courses with people from all over the world. Seriously, all over the world. We have students from uh, Brazil. Argentines, other countries in South uh, America, in the US, Canada, uh, Alaska, still the US, but I'm <laughs> just thinking out loud now, Iceland, most of the European countries, uh, Russia, huge country, Asia, um, yeah, 
even even uh, a, a few countries in Africa, New Zealand, Australia, and I'm sitting in my kitchen in the north of Norway. So really, no limits to what you can do. And you need to spend time learning how you can do that on social media. Because it doesn't help. I mean, you can be the expert. You can be the world's best dog trainer. But it's such a waste if no one knows about it. (laughs) So you need to have a certain interest in that. Or you need to have uh, some money so you can get some people to help you with uh, promoting yourself and reach your customers. Okay. So my advice, some of my advice is to start small, but to dream big. And don't be afraid to dream big. No one needs to know what you're thinking about or dreaming about. But you you should have some really nice thoughts in your head uh, before you go to sleep. When you go to bed, allow yourself to do some dreaming. And your goals, well, they will be changing. My first goal that I wrote down was now, when I think about it 10 years later, was just kind of funny. I wanted to be the best uh, known dog trainer in the very limited area uh, of um, the area I lived in here in Norway. And within a few months, that area grew bigger. So goals, they... um, you you have to change them as you go make them bigger so again dream big and your goals should be realistic um but hard to reach so and don't waste your time listening to people family and friends who all want you the best they want you well but they don't understand your enthusiasm or your desire for being an entrepreneur or for working with dogs. Maybe they don't even like dogs. It's nice that people care about you, but the discussion about (laughs) working with dogs and and reaching your goals and dreaming big and so on, you should have with like-minded people. Also, you need to keep on learning new things. Never stop educating yourself. And especially in the dog world, uh, there's so much science going on, so much research going on. New studies are out there almost every week. So always keep yourself updated. So find a good um, community to join or have some good colleagues um, you should always, of course, take into consider consideration your family and friends' concerns. But like I said, you don't listen to them when it comes to um, your dreams about working with dogs. Um, okay, so remember everything you do has an impact. And you can do a lot today on the internet. Even just having uh, your own Facebook page 
or Instagram com uh, account and, and spread good mm, knowledge about dogs and dog keeping. Could be something you do as a hobby. You can do something, use your knowledge. It's, I would go as far as to say that it's really not very nice of you if you keep your knowledge to yourself. That's not fair to the dogs. Also, remember that you and your business is a work in progress. You will be under construction for the rest of your life, just like every human being. We learn as we go. So don't be afraid to fail or do mistakes. Just try out different things. And when you do what you love and you love what, love what you do, um, like I said, I've had many jobs that I, I really liked. I loved my colleagues. I appreciated the job and I had good pay. I had, had well, a good salary and everything was fine. I was happy, very happy. But working with dogs has given me something extra. I don't know what it is, but it's probably because it's it's my passion. And again, that is my currency. Dogs is the currency I work in. Not in US dollars or euros or, or anything else. It's how many dogs can I help. And one last advice is, please don't ever give up. I think this is the most common mistake that we do, is that we give up too soon. Yes, sometimes our ideas weren't that good, but then you, you find out what it was not right with your idea, you change it a little bit, and you try again. It's not to say that if you start a dog walker business and you don't get any customers that you can never work with dogs. Maybe they was just the way you were not promoting it or the way you were promoting it. That wasn't the right way of doing it. Uh, it could be all sorts of reasons, but just don't give up. Be persistent. If you really want this, you, that, that, is, that is one of the personal, uh, what you call it, the personality. You have to have a personality that you don't give up. So if you give up easily, then you're better off not trying this or any other business, actually. <laughs> and remember that your dog, not yours, but yours as well, but dogs, they need you. And you're doing this for the dogs. If you're not feeling that you're doing it for the dogs, then again, I would advise you not to do it. Then find something else to do which will suit you better because you will not have the motivation in, and you will give up. <laughs> so find a good community, find some good um, mentors, colleagues, friends, or get to know people, go out there, try to get to know people and, um, and see where you fit in with the way of, of thinking about animals and dogs the same way that you have so you're in the right place in the right community 
not spending your time being frustrated. Okay, so this was actually, this is something I am going to do online on live on Facebook. Uh, the next couple of weeks, I will send out an email to everyone on our lists and I will post it on our Facebook page and our Instagram and um, I will do almost the same. I will talk about the same subject, changing your dreams. But you got to hear this first <laughs> and if you want to hear it again and then be able to ask me questions because I'll do these live. I don't have the dates right now because I need to look at my calendar later today. And then I will make sure you all get to hear when it's going to be live so you can ask me questions if you have any questions. I hope I managed to motivate you a little bit and to share some of my own experience about working with dogs. Bye for now.